0: Hi everybody, Dr. Mary Crowley here. Now is the time and we have an exclusive oh, new women on the line, you know, podcast today. We've got 3 you know, generals to me in in the uh, fight here. First up is Dr. Lee Merritt. She's an orthopedic and spinal surgery practice since 1995 and is the past president of the Association for Americans and Physicians. And as I was reading her bio, she actually uh, worked with her father when she was four years old, going around with him who was a doctor. I thought that was very interesting. So she's been in this game a long time. Then Kate Shimrani has been a nurse for over 630 years in the UK. She stood up against the tyranny and mandatory vaccines in England and was arrested and charged with six felonies. Um, she's not afraid of speaking up, and she's working with people how to get their uh, nutritional health back, but still in the fight there in England. And Dr. Christiana Northrup is a board-certified OBGYN with over 30 years' experience, three times New York Times bestselling author. And I thought this was great. 2013 Reader's Digest named Dr. Northrup, one of the 100 most trusted people in America. So anyway, welcome to the program today, ladies.
1: Thank you for having me
0: We are clearly in a time that we know that there isn't a Genesis program going down. And for those of you who are watching, um, they're not gonna show you the stats if you're just watching mainstream media. That's why shows such as mine now is the time, you know, or alternative media that more and more people are going to other sources to get their news and information. So we're going to start with you first, Dr. Northrup. Uh, You've been, you know, an OBGYN and, you know, you were on Oprah's, you know, Oprah many times and, you know, New York Times bestselling author. And, you know, for a long time, you were the darling uh, in in some of these people had you on their show. But when you started coming out against, uh, it wasn't a vaccine, it's a jab or this shot, this COVID-19 jab, Um, what started happening to you?
2: Well, it really started right after I testified before our, Legislature here in Maine to repeal the 72 mandated vaccines for children. The vaccine mandate law was passed by the now governor who vowed before she was elected that she would never pass that mandate. And then I began to talk at rallies around the country with Dr. Larry Pilewski, a pediatrician who's eloquent about Mm -hmm. these childhood vaccinations. And as soon as I did that, and that was in March of 2020. Suddenly, I began to be attacked relentlessly. And by the fall of 20, I think it was 2021, it might have been already 2020, I was named one of the disinformation dozen, one of 12 people responsible for 70% of the misinformation about COVID on the internet. And I had not changed my tune at all. It's like the culture left me. And I learned what cancel culture was. I've lost uh, three Instagram channels. I don't bother anymore. Facebook, I had a huge following. I don't bother anymore. Um, So what's happened as a result is what I call God's internet and the people who know what's going on. And there's four of us right here um, have become my new soul family and all the people from my past. And that's a lot of people are mostly not in my life at all. And it's actually a, my social life has never been better. I've got more stuff to do with like-minded people than I have time to do it. And so that's what happened to me is uh, um, Karen Staley, award-winning country singer wrote a song for me and it's uh, I didn't fall from, I fell to grace. So that's how, how it's been.
0: Well, and, you know, we talked a little bit before the program and I asked you a question. What's the number, you know, one thing that you'd like to talk today about? And you were talking about women's menstrual cycles and some of the things they're experiencing. One of my friends, um, her daughter, who's 23, had gotten two of the jabs and lost her period. And, uh, you know, she started taking a protocol that, you know, one of the the root brands that that I'm involved with, with Dr. Christian, uh, Christina Rahm. But it came back. But why is this happening to women? And you know, it's, talk about this a little bit, Dr. Northrup.
2: Well, we noticed back in April of 2021, kind of a month after they rolled out the shots, we were getting reports from women that they were having abnormal bleeding, including, by the way, infants just being around recently uh, jabbed grandparents. We'd had deaths of baby girls from vaginal hemorrhaging just from being around those who'd had the shot. And we were having so many of these that we started a uh, to gather data and it became mycyclestory.com. We had 6,000 women, mostly who didn't have the shot, reporting on what had been happening to their menstrual cycles. And the first paper that we Uh, published in the medical literature as a result of this database was about something called decidual cast shedding. That's where after days of cramping, really painful, the entire inside of the uterus, what's called the decidua, like deciduous trees shed their leaves in the fall. This is the whole inside of the endometrium all coming out at once. And it forms like a cast of the inside of the uterus. In the world literature up until that time, there had been 40 reported cases. In our database of those 6,000 women, they were 296 cases. So that's the one thing that we have written a paper on. We're now studying those who've had the shots, but here's what we know. The, way back in the documents that Pfizer had for running the clinical trials, they have a thing that says, if you're pregnant, you shouldn't even have anyone touch you who's had the shot, no skin contact. Men in the clinical trials were told, do not get anyone pregnant. What did they know? Then we went on to the American board of OBGYN and all these other bodies that we used to trust are now saying to pregnant women, you better get the COVID shot because if you don't, COVID will be so much worse for you in pregnancy, the same way they have sold the flu shot And so what we saw starting in June of 2021 in a paper in the New England Journal of Medicine, the miscarriage rate went up to seven to eight times what it had been. So it used to be a normal baseline miscarriage rate is one in six. It's now seven to eight times that. And if you get the shot in the first 20 weeks of pregnancy, you have an 85% chance of having a miscarriage. We know that stillborns are way up. Uh, abnormal uh, fetal malformations are up. We just had a baby born whose entire left arm had to be amputated because the baby got blood clots from the mother having the shot. So what we're seeing is absolutely insane. We know that the lipid nanoparticles are sequestered in the ovaries, but also by the way, the sperm count in males has been going down for 60 years. Mm -hmm. And we know that the men who've had the shot have a 22% drop in sperm production. So this is indeed a global genocide program. And there's a meme going around. You don't need to worry about abortion. Just get a COVID shot. And that's where we are. And I, I really think we are going to have a drop in population. And then we're going to have the people who didn't, by the way, one shot, one shot, we know changes your DNA within six hours, even though they told everyone it was safe and effective. It didn't change your DNA. A guy named z Dog, a very, very well-known doctor did a whole show, um, you know, telling the world how crazy I was. And then all that stuff has been shown to be true. Um, So I think we're going to have a real dip in fertility and childbirth. And then, and then, as the, we find each other, and I'm working on a dating site for those who believe in God's natural immunity, then we'll have people coming together and we will create, in fact, the new, new humanity that
0: has some common sense. Amen to that too. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, well, now what about you, Dr. Dr. Merritt? What, what is on your heart to share about today that we talked about earlier?
3: well i mean i've gotten a couple things you know i've been working on the looking deeply at the pandemic of 1918 and i can and two and and, but just i have to say something about what dr northard just said you know here's the problem even with the with the dating site is that if you don't know that you're in years to come if you don't know that your great grandfather took this shot it turns out this thing called gene drive it has to do with crispr cas9 and it's probably in there we found in fact i got somebody handed me in fact i won't say who but because i think the people want to be anonymous but these are these are big time geneticists you can tell because they know what they're doing and and when they looked at the actual stuff in there it's not clear this ever made the spike protein of SARS-CoV-2 that may just be smoke and mirrors it's a trojan horse because they looked at you to make a protein you have what's called an open reading frame and just like a sentence starts with a capital letter and ends with a period, okay? And you read the sentence starting at the beginning and ending at the period. Well, it makes sense. If you start putting capital letters and periods all over the inside, it doesn't make sense. And that's what they found out looking at this stuff. They looked at the community because that is, I mean, the actual, the, not the community they didn't look at a vial. They looked at the gene sequence that was put up by Pfizer and the WHO as the, as the active ingredient in their vaccines, okay? Mm-hmm. And this active ingredient is supposed to be the mRNA that makes spike protein, and that's supposed to give you immunity. That all is nonsense probably to begin with. But in any case, it doesn't appear this even makes spike protein because within the open reading frame, they found all these start and stop codons that shouldn't be there. And that's just by going to standard gene gene data banks. Okay. Like the Sanger Institute, you got to love that name. Yeah. All all these different ones. There's the the blast and there's that one. And there's a bunch of other ones and you can look for different things in these because they have different research aims. And so when they did that, they first found that there were all these start and stop codons were coded in this inside of this open reading fragment. Then when they, when they looked inside those, they found it coded for things like mutant measles virus, or mutant measles uh, genetics, I won't call it a virus, Um, hypothetical proteins, things that don't exist in nature, that only exist on a computer, they should never be in a vaccine. And then the last one that's really of concern is a thing called guided RNA. Instead of mRNA, it actually makes gRNA, and 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 you could tell where the guided RNA is supposed to go, and it was guided towards two of our genes, human genes. So what that does is take these pieces of this abnormal genetic stuff it guides it and puts it into it's a double stranded cut it puts it into both of our strands and so when you have your children a hundred percent not 50 percent, but a hundred percent get the abnormal gene in in nature you know god protects our genome by making it so that it it dilutes out unusual genetic if you get an accidental if some something inserts an accident you know break or something in radiation or something gets in there and it inserts a little genetic sequence that shouldn't be there within a few generations it's gone because you just don't give it to all your children but if with this is, that's why they call it gene drive individuals so here's the problem for Dr. Northrop's dating services it will work initially if nobody has actually been vaccinated is honestly telling you that. But if any, but because they've shortened our lifespans artificially over over the millennium, um, they we don't live long enough to transmit the the actual knowledge of what happened. You know, the great DNA war of 2020 to 2024, or whatever this is going to turn out to be. It's you know like our grandparents don't even we don't even have people that remember World War II. So you don't have this genetic, you don't have this memory, and you can't transmit it to The next generation and say, you know, you have somebody in the family. I'm a child that got this, probably this abnormal gene from my mother. So you probably, so you definitely have it because of this gene drive. And they won't know that. So they'll get into the dating pool and literally within 10 generations, we will all have this abnormal gene or, or genes, whatever they put into us. So that's where we are right now. It's a really, really bad situation now and I will just tell you just to to brief, I don't want to speak too long, but just on the 1918 thing, the reason that's important to consider is it's the same psychopaths and it's the same technique. And, and so um, interestingly, you know, and, and I don't know that he's any relation to, I think he is, but I can't prove that, um, that, that the doctor I'm going to talk about is related to Bill Gates, but it does seem like he probably is like a nephew or something. Um, so it turns out that in 19, 1913, um, this this guy named uh, Frederick Great Gates, Dr. Frederick Gates, he, he, he graduated from Johns Hopkins Old Medical School. And actually, to go back a little bit further, just for fun. Um, uh, Frederick, his middle name was Lamar, so he doesn't, so it's easy not to get him mixed up with other people, but he was, he was, you know, he was uh, accepted to all these Ivy League schools, but he started at the University of Chicago and then transferred to Yale, where he was awarded the Andrew D. White Award, and I just bring that out because White was a member of the Order of Skull and Bones. And Gates then graduated with honors from Johns Hopkins, and when the war broke out, and we had, we joined it in 1917, World War One, he volunteered for the army medical corps but guess what he was commissioned a first lieutenant and guess his first job this is having been in the military this is not how how uh, you come out of medical school and, and start he went to the rockefeller institute staff now why would this happen because his father was frederick taylor gates was the personal assistant to john d rockefeller and frederick taylor gates changed his name a couple times that's why it's hard to associate him with the current bill gates and there may be a reason for that but because Frederick Gates, who actually was a minister and actually from my alma mater, the University of Rochester, he's credited with getting Rockefeller involved in organized medicine. He set up the the Rockefeller Institute for Medical Research. He designed the Rockefeller Foundation and then became a trustee. And as you know, the Rockefeller Foundation is deep into this whole thing. Well, according to Dr. Gates's biography, memorial biography, it says that he gave lectures to military groups at the Rockefeller Institute and quote was assigned to visit training camps. But what they don't tell you is that what he really did, he was the primary investigator on the vaccines given at Fort Riley, Kansas, prior to the outbreak of the so-called pandemic. So if you, to summarize what, what I found out looking at this is that the, the shots were given because they set up a medical school In October of 17, right after Dr. Gates was part of this whole Rockefeller thing, they set up an army medical school and suddenly they started to have outbreaks of typhoid fever. Now, if you look at what happened in Ukraine, when we took over those bioweapons labs, suddenly every time they'd get this thing going, they'd get something rehab, they'd have these weird diseases break out among the population. Hantavirus, you know, equine encephalitis, stuff that wasn't over there. Similarly, typhoid fever could have been come back from Panama but really I'm kind of I'm I'm not convinced but anyway and then in response to the fever a whole bunch of people were given typhoid shots by the state board of health and then the next month they started having meningitis so what do we see with these vaccines you get neurologic complications so The Army and Navy estimated that 40 to 60%, or 36 to 40% of their personnel got meningitis. That's not normal. Normally, meningitis is a one or two person thing. So they got it after they took these typhoid vaccines. This whole thing broke out with meningitis. And then what did they do? They responded with those with these homemade kind of crazy meningitis vaccines developed at the Rockefeller Institute and provided by Dr. Gates, who was never mentioned on the Camp Funston, Fort Riley, um, you know, as, as actually administering them, but he was the guy in the background because he's published a research paper all about this, and if you read it, it's just really disgustingly homemade vaccines. But that's what it—that's what started this, and and it's the it's the opinion of uh, Dr. Eleanor Bean, who was a child at the time, said nobody died that didn't take these vaccines. Now the other thing I'm just there there are three things aspirin was that aspirin was involved because it was given to decrease fever and cause bleeding that's but that's probably the least important here the other one was just like today we have 5g back then they had telegrapher's disease because suddenly what were these guys sent down to camp funston Fort Riley fort they were being trained on the telegram and so it was an observation of the doctors at the time that the people who, were really dying of this, weren't the big, they they weren't the little scrawny kids from the city. They were these big brawny farm kids that you would expect to survive anything, right? But you see, the body responds to rate of change. And so the city kids had already had some electrification around them. They had city lights. They had things that were giving them EMF. But the farm kids coming out of the hills of Tennessee and places, they had nothing. So they show up and they're suddenly, their electromagnetic frequency exposures gets gets hits them and they start getting sick and they were given the vaccines and then they died. <laughs> it's just that simple. And I'm going to tell you the other final point is that the news of the day was exaggerated just like today by 2020 or by 1920. I search now with optical character recognition, you, they can digitize in old newspapers and you can search them. And when I, and they go by date and when I put an in influence and pandemic and I searched between 20 or 1917 and 1920, like 25, 30 newspaper articles, exactly the same wording in 1920 showed up. And in 1918, nobody was really writing much about this. They didn't see it as a big deal, but by 1920, the propaganda arm took off to make it a big deal, and they started putting these articles out in these little newspapers, and they all had exactly the same words. Now, in the age of linotype, which I think is kind of funny because they hand-typed the articles in, they had different typos in these articles but they were all the same. Just like that collage you see of the talking heads that say, and it's very dangerous for our democracy. And they all say it with the same words and the same pauses. I thought that was a problem we had today in the digital age. No, same people, same propaganda, same game plan. We are living through 1918 redux. That's my.
0: Well, and, and what, for those of you watching that don't understand what she's talking about, you know, if you research it, they called it the Spanish flu. But like she was saying, it didn't have anything to do with flu and it didn't have anything to do with Spanish people. It was something that she said through these vaccines and propaganda that came out and then getting these these jabs, not real vaccines. And then with this uh, EMF that was coming out through the the telegram uh, back then, that's what was causing the same thing. So um, is propaganda. You don't hear about it. We kind of started hearing it where you see some things. They said, oh, this is like the Spanish flu. But, well, let me just interject this and then we'll bring Kate Kate on just to ask her a question, um, you know, to talk about what, what's going on with her. The whole situation for a lot of you guys watching, you don't think there's people this evil that would be doing this. If you researched the Rockefellers mm-hmm. and when they got into the the pharma, they, you know, they put out a narrative that all the, the holistic medicines, the chiropractors, all those were quacks. They were the ones that, took, that brought up that. Uh, verbiage about quacks and so they put out a big propaganda campaign and so that went on years ago and they're still doing it today i call it big pharma it's the unholy trinity big tech big pharma and the media is the false prophet that literally through the prophets is pushing a narrative that literally is is disinforming people about what really is going on because six corporations pretty much run all the media so if you only watch mainstream media you're going to have the wrong, um, you're, you're not going to get the right information. So that's why shows like this are very important. But let me tell you this before I bring Kate on. God doesn't want you to be afraid because sometimes hearing about this, it can be very fearful. I do believe there's going to be some, some supernatural things God's going to do and some antidotes that are going to be brought forth that are going to help people that have been jabbed or even the shedding because, you know, you just talked to Dr. Uh, Northrop was talking about the shedding even if you didn't get a jab or a shot um, just being around somebody can affect you so there's going to be protocols and I, I do know of a few that I believe that are going to be helping but in the meantime Kate what's going on with you you're over in England um, you know share share for the people a little bit about your backstory uh, you've been a nurse practitioner for you know over 30 years in England and then uh, tell it what happened with you initially.
1: Well, first of all, I'm so glad you put me on after everybody else. I've got imposter syndrome here, Um, but it's perfect (laughs) entirely beautifully with what I was going to say with um, the two wonderful ladies that have gone before me. Well, I've been a nurse for 36 years, but by the grace of God, uh, I had a a deadly cancer diagnosis over 10 years ago with uh, 20% survival at two years, zero at five. If I took everything on the menu, well, I didn't. Mm -hmm. And. I went all private and then on day two signed myself out and I did the full Gerson therapy for two years. I did vitamin B17 for two years, oral dose. I did um, uh, high dose vitamin C oral for two years. I did Iskador mistletoe injections into my abdomen for one year and I did the healing code. I'm alive and well by God's grace. And that was changed my entire life and how I lived with my kids and um, the the food Nazi I was called because of what I wouldn't allow after that. My own children, my twins, I have four children were vaccine damaged. Um, They were given an adult dose of TB when they were five and a half weeks early and two days old. And so this was a big awakening for me. And then I um, eventually, I managed to get myself onto local radio as the health and wellness expert. I never gave myself the expert title. And I was happily on there and then in uh, February 2020, researching like I always did, I covered this, this virus, this COVID-19. And then I talked about the public health um, in China, the public health website, vaccines were mandatory from December of 2019 and how they'd all had this flu back, And also Wuhan was the test city for 5G. Well, I I went off to the cinema and it would normally get about 5,000 views and my Facebook page was full. And at the end of the evening, it was 50,000 views. And then it was 250,000 views. And then a couple of days later, it was 2 million views and I knew I was in trouble. My sister called me from Australia and said, whoa, you're on the telly. Um, By the end of it all, everyone was contacted (laughs) over a million people on Facebook, Instagram, um, YouTube. Anyway, I was taken down within an hour. And that I did not long join Twitter, I think I racked up about 50,000, 50,000 in a couple of months. Uh, going, going forward, so I emceed all the rallies in London. And I was told some pretty horrific things. I was being told of murder, murder most horrid. I called out the nurses because that takes me on to, one has to remember here, it doesn't matter what the bullet is. It doesn't matter what the gun is. It doesn't matter who made it. It's who is firing the shot. And it's the nurses just like the nurses of the Third Reich. Yeah. They were the ones who ultimately, the nurses and the doctors who ran the camps, and they were the ones who killed thousands of those who were deemed life not worthy of life. And that's exactly what we're seeing now. And there is a form in the UK, an escalation form, which has been used right from the very beginning that doctors have filled in, and they decide on that form whether those patients or do not resuscitate and whether they're even going to be told or their loved ones told. So what happens then is that form goes with that patient. And on the 29th of April, 2020, doctors were given the authority that anyone who's critical frailty score six through nine. So six might be someone who's had a stroke. They might be blind, but hold down a full-time job. Should they be unable to reach their desired life goals according to Dr. Bob or, 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 or Dr. Barbara, um, that's all I do finally. You're either a man or a woman. Don't bring me anything in the middle. And um, so (laughs) according to uh, you can have all your essential medication, food and water removed. Well, that's murder. And it's always been there since I began my nurse training in 1984. They've always done it in one guise or another, morphine and midazolam, which is what they've been doing here. There are cases going through the courts right now. And there's a documentary called A Good Death because our country purchased all the midazolam that France had. Um, One of the politicians said it, Matt Hancock, and they used five times the dose on the patients. They used, I believe it was something like seven or eight months, uh, the supply that would normally be used in 17, 18 months. So this has been happening. Patients have been murdered. They've murdered our elderly. But who has? Who was the one that pulled the trigger? The nurses and our code of conduct. And incidentally, for anyone watching, I wasn't struck off. I resigned. I served those members who took me to ta- notice of genocide. And then I told the Nursing and Midwifery Council, taken over by the government in 2001. There's a conflict of interest right there. I told them that under the 2006 Terrorism Act, they were terrorising the public and I can't fund a terrorist organisation. So I resigned and asked for my money back. And I am the founder of the British Nursing Alliance. and We've got a lot of nurses that come with us because there's no t- point trying to fix something that is corrupt and killing people, the hospital kills, and the NHS is in the lowest third in the world, it's the sacred cow that needs culling, Um, you need to set something up new, something completely new. And let me tell you those nurses, I wouldn't even let them in as janitors. (laughs) So they are the ones who have done the murders. And what history teaches us, and Dr Merritt said it beautifully, History, you know, the devil never changes his script. Never. But that's why it's fantastic and people are so, so foolish. Because who, who to blame, who to blame, mm, who to blame? Well, they spirited all the, the doctors out. I believe even Herman Pichuan, who was a, was he a microbiologist? He was studying the effects of radar on blood and water, working for the Third Reich. And he went off to America afterwards with 1,600 of them under Operation Paperclip. Mm-hmm. Some Okay, some went to, um, I believe they went off to Russia. And who stood trial? 900 pages, eight tons of evidence in the medical trials from Nuremberg. And you should read them. I was just doing my job. I had a family to feed. I didn't want to upset my boss. Lots of them went to prison. Lots went to prison for life. Lots of them got their neck stretched. And that will happen again. Now a doctor said to me a couple of weeks ago and he's terrified. He said it to my face i was looking directly at him he was telling me about the escalation forms and about how some doctors some doctors who'd gone had gone out to see patients an old lady who'd fallen down the stairs and he just put it to bed with a paracetamol now we would ordinarily when i was working there they would come in for observation under the gp admissions well when this doctor came back from his leave this nice doctor He went to see her and she was admitted she had fractures in her cervical spine fractures in a thoracic spine and a torn retina so when he went to this other doctor a very senior doctor and i'm just going to repeat what i was told and i know some people have got really touchy about it he said to me this doctor is a practicing freemason he said um that's exactly what he said to me and i know some people say you can't say that well yes i can because i'm the messenger here you don't pay my mortgage so I'm going to say exactly what I was told to say. And Jesus told us to turn it around, did he not? So I'm just going to repeat what I was told. And then I would set, shake the sand from my shoes and leave if no one wishes to hear it. So what he said was he was a Freemason. And he said, well, she didn't want to go in. Well, that should have been documented then in the notes because if it's not timed, dated and signed, it ain't happening and it didn't happen in a court of law. But then another doctor, it was pointed out to him just a few weeks ago that the birth rate in this particular area had fallen. And I was told yet again, this doctor is also a practicing Freemason. And he said, Well, what's a bit of depopulation? Now, you've got this attitude. And just to go back, just to point out that it was indeed Rockefeller in 1939 who set the world's standard tuning to A440 hertz, which is F sharp, which is 741, which is the devil's interval. And what we do know is that 528 hertz, determined to be nearly the precise center of the entire color spectrum, and the only one number in the entire spectrum that matches the elect- electromagnetic color spectrum as sound is 528 hertz. And it removed that. And people might say, well, what's that got to do with it? Well, think again what I said, Herman P. Schwan studying for the Third Reich the effects of radar on water and blood. What are we? We're water. What does it do when you put all this in? You change the EMF, it affects us, it affects water. It affects that fourth state of water, the crystalline gel water. I worked in the emergency room. I saw a guy hit by a train when I worked in theaters. So if we're mostly water, why wasn't there water everywhere instead of blood? It's so obvious, but they have bastardized science. That's exactly what they've done. The devil using his little minions has bastardized science. Well, they've got a big, a big wide awakening coming. Because he comes to lie and steal. And he's lied to them as well. So he's using these nurses to be the executioners. Because even the doctors aren't stupid. So this doctor went on to tell me that he was approached to join the Freemasons. And he didn't want to. And he said to me, they're going to come to the hospitals. This is what I said to my colleague with pitchforks. They're going to come for us. And I said, come to the hospitals. Are you kidding? They had the public clapping on a Thursday night for the doctors and nurses, calling them heroes. They were out given priority shopping in the supermarkets, in their scrubs. It was such a deadly virus that they went shopping in their scrubs for their food. They were getting discounts everywhere. We saw them all dancing on the videos. These nurses that were morbidly obese that are supposed to be health educators. I said, you know, move a bit more, break sweat, lose weight, you lot. Because they're not health educators because they would understand the link between diet and disease which is exactly how you reverse disease and heal the body. And I said, "Uh, uh, uh-uh-uh, they're not gonna come to the hospitals. They know where you live. And when you start killing their children, like they did, so what we had in Leicester in the 1800s with the smallpox vaccine, you know, people didn't have cameras in those days. One newspaper would be read seven or eight times. They bought in mandatory vaccines for the children and the children started to die with the smallpox vaccine, so the parents wouldn't allow it. So they were taken to court and they would be fined and or put in prison, but they didn't care. Now, there was no cameras, but the sketches from those days in the newspapers was the police officers with their helmets and truncheons battering the public, just like they did in Trafalgar Square. So as, as Dr. Merrick pointed out, you know, all of these things, Greece wouldn't take, they wouldn't take. This uh, these shots that they were offered, you must take these shots. It's every man, woman and child's um, patriotic duty. Sound familiar? To have these shots because the soldiers coming back from war in 1918 would give you bacterial pneumonia. Greece wouldn't have any of those shots and they didn't get any Spanish flu. And then, yeah, and then when you go and you look at India, their soldiers in India suddenly came down in the military with this bacterial pneumonia. 1920 and these two doctors there they decided they were going to try hydrogen peroxide down intravenously and they saved half of these guys with what the good lord has given us so we are being shown we are shown constantly it's a complete dichotomy now it's almost like dr Merrick, the easy water the yeah. negative charged we're being shown and the nurses are literally pulling the trigger of the guns and justice will prevail but you know i i don't sort of get to you know when you look at everything through history the pyramids were built on that 528 the mass 367 our lord and creator didn't make us so fantastic he didn't make us this fantastic to be wiped out i don't believe that it's the end of time i believe that scripture is it's a manual almost it's theology it's, if you don't listen and you do this, here's an example, this is what's going to happen. So we're going round again, this great cleansing, this sorting the wheat from the chaff. And that's why none of us here are afraid because we've got Christ in our lives. And, I, and I've not been a Christian only for a few years. I'm a baby at it. But my first job in nursing is in a gynecology unit, a big one. And we did suction terminations um, up to 12 weeks and we, um, we must have done between five and 15 a week. Then later I worked in theatres. When we'd go and get the, the ladies for the hysterectomies, they were done first in this gynecology ward. They did later terminations. And half of these babies were alive and they were left to die in the sluice. And you'd hear them crying. And I, I'm sure uh, Dr. Northrop would agree, they sound like little cats crying when they're that premature. So it's almost like, and I'm sure all of you would agree, we've been manoeuvred, we've been prepped for this time. We've all been prepped. I'm pro-life. And as I've already said, I don't care what you want to identify as. You can paint yourself pink, blue, have as many bits chopped off, take as many pills and whatever you like. <laughs> I'm not by your name, I'm not giving you his, her, this, them, whatever you want to say. You're a woman or you're a bloke. And that's the end of it. You can do what you like while you're in. You can even identify as a cat. I don't care. But that's what you are. And I'm not going to say there's a grey area. When you stay with Christ, it's black or it's white, and you can't go wrong. And this will write itself as it always did. Thousands will fall at my side, and ten thousand will fall at my right, and it shall not come thine. Neither. So I'm uh, well. Well said,
0: uh, Kate. That was amazing. All of you are, are all amazing. You know, I woke up on May second, twenty twenty. I'm in California, the first state that was shut down during the pandemic and I woke up and I heard the voice of God speak to me these words. We won't shut up until you open up, open the heavens. And he told me to do a directive on the East, the Western seaboard, which I did um, and which I did. I'm also in the ministry, but the thing is this is a spiritual battle. Uh, Satan is trying to take out the populace because if you can't be God, whether you believe in God or Satan or Jesus or any of that, it doesn't matter if you believe or not. It's true. And when he was cast down out of heaven because he led a revolt and, and one third of the angels went with him, what he's trying to do, if he can't get at God, he's going to get after his children, which is us. You know, um, it was years ago, I was in San Diego speaking at a woman's recovery ranch and I was in prayer and God said to me, tell them I can change their DNA where they don't need alcohol. They don't need addictions. And, I, and so recently he said, I can change their DNA back. But they need to repent for taking these jabs. See, God, I, what, Doc, what Kate said, God hasn't brought us this far. Instead of a great reset, there's a great awakening. And we are all mama bears that we're standing up. And now they're going after our children to try to get them jabbed with the same type of, of shot, this COVID, you know, 19, you know, you know, bioweapon. So I want to talk about that with Dr. Northrop. Um You know, as you talked about when you said that you started standing up against these 72 vaccines that they're trying to, you know, I'm in California. It's required now even to go to even any school. I don't even think you can use a medical or religious exemption anymore. And so what would you have to say, Dr. Northrup, to people that are watching this that, you know, maybe are thinking of giving this to their children or even the childhood vaccines? I
2: wouldn't give anyone another shot, not one, not for anything from this moment on. And that includes flu shots, shingle shots, Pneumovax, all the shots. We are realizing that the entire vaccine agenda, especially if you read um, Dissolving Illusions by uh, Suzanne Humphreys, who really put it on the line. And that is the best book I've ever read on the subject. When you you realize what we have been up against and how we have all been brainwashed. You know, they used to cure polio with IV vitamin C, Dr. Klenner. Um, And uh, it's funny, you know, Kate, when you were talking about the Gerson therapy and um, B17, Laetrile, I was just talking with a guy whose father went to Mexico for Laetrile, I think in the 60s. When he came back, Pfizer and Memorial Sloan Kettering, a cancer hospital, had outlawed and criminalized Mm. every Anything that works. Remember, the dark cult works by inversion. Up is down, down is up. And I completely agree with you, Mary, that God can change DNA. But frankly, in my humble opinion, that's the only force that's going to do it. It's not going to be ivermectin. It's not going to be the um, chlorine dioxide. It's not, if you don't do this one thing, which is get down on your knees and realize you've been putting spirit in the wrong container. Or as my friend, Kevin Jenkins says, I see you chose Fauci over God. And when you've done that, because remember there's four of us here representing thousands. And we knew from the beginning that something was off. We knew right away that something was off. How did we know that? Well, first of all, we had a little history. I mean, I was president of the American Holistic Medical Association, along with Bernie Siegel. So I knew about the Flexner Report and the Rockefeller Foundation. What I didn't know until meeting Lee is all of this stuff about the, you know, the psychopaths at the top. Lee, do you want to share that story about the one thing they can't screen for on submarines. I thought that was, oh, yeah. i told that story so many times. Yeah.
3: Well, and by the way, did you know that Flexner was a vaccine researcher? Oh, uh, God. I just found that out too, because Flexner had to do with the 1918. But yeah, so it's just really, these guys have been working on this vaccine push for a long, long time. Yeah, yeah. I was just saying, you know, when I was in medical school in 1976, they said 4% of the world were psychopaths. And now, they're, now they've are now they upped that number. They're getting closer to 10% now. Um, but but what are psychopaths? Well, they, they have no hu- empathy for humans. So it makes you wonder when we were dealing with these guys, are you really talking about humans? Or do we still have the equivalent of the Nephilim? We have a different... We, I'm watching all these TV shows. This is not exactly your answer. I'll tell that story. But it was like all these TV shows with their predictive programming. They all say, they're, they're, they're giving you several same messages. And one of them is, there are people that, just out of Westworld, there are people that look like us and talk like us, but they're not us. And that's just, now that we know about all this genetic manipulation that's been planned, it makes this kind of come full circle. But, you know, the problem with psychopaths is, they can recognize each other, but we can't recognize them. Which makes a lie of the lone ranger psychopath like, like Dahmer, you know. No, these guys group together and they, they work in collusion to do bad things. Just think of our Congress. So they do over, they're overrepresented in the populations in, in in judiciary Congress at the top of the police force, top of the military, in the surgeon's lounge, they're overrepresented. I mean, there's a <laughs> lot, they are, you know, in medicine, we are the we are the biggest group of that, uh, I guess, for the reason I could think of. But anyway, but in the Navy, I just thought it was, I was just telling Christiane that, that I, I did a research at the Undersea Medical Institute a couple of summers, and and what we discovered, what or I I met this guy from uh, that was a psychologist, and one of the things they would do is they they did all this advanced screening of all these guys going out on these submarines. Because think about it, you know, one of the what they do the the fleet ballistic missile subs they go out and sit under the polar ice cap for three months. You know, nobody knows exactly where they are. They're completely isolated. You really don't want to be on one of these closed you know, cigar-shaped, tomb-like things with a psychopath. So anyway, they try, but the problem is they can screen out people that are claustrophobic. They have all sorts of ways of screening you out, so you're not going to freak out down there, but they can't screen out the real psychopaths, because psychopaths are themselves not lying to you about these things. They they live in their own, you know, it may be evil, and it may be not the world, the world that we picture, but it's their world, and they don't They don't come out as abnormal. They don't have they've learned to completely imitate human behavior, real human behavior with the empathy and everything. But it's all an imitation. You know, so that's it it does make the question of who or what we're dealing with. I I brought this up one time at a meeting when we were looking at uh, they were talking about the carbon carbon dioxide levels in the atmosphere. Now, if you think about it, you know, I think it was Lord Evelyn Rothschild that signed the the documents to to stand up the Club of Rome in the late 60s, and you you. But their point, their big thing they're pushing is to decrease carbon dioxide levels. And let's just make this point: we can't go any lower and be alive. We we are the 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 idea that they propagandize to the public, world public, is that we're at all highs no we're at all-time lows just make just like they've done with the vaccines and childhood vaccines and and the death from like measles they show you just this tiny little piece of the graph but if you look at the big piece of the graph all the death from measles had gone to about zero at the time the vaccines came in they do exactly the same thing with carbon dioxide they 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 tell you oh this is the worst it's been in forever no this maybe it's the highest it's been in 200 years but in the history of the world we're at the all we're at almost the all-time low and 419 parts per million is starving plants. That's where we are roughly. And anybody that doesn't believe me, just look and see how the pot growers make marijuana in their tents. They pump in CO2. So do the Spanish vegetable growers on that big plane of plastic in Spain. They pump in CO2 because plants like to be between 1200 and 1700. So they're they're. When we, when I'm telling you that it, we, there are people among us that look like us and talk like us, but aren't us. I believe it because there's somebody that doesn't need the CO2 and doesn't, or thinks they're going to leave. Now maybe these people think they're going to go off world and just abandon us to our own destruction. I don't know, but it cannot be that a carbon-based life form that's going to live on Earth with us wants to decrease the CO2. So what's really going on here? You know, this is clearly a depopulation thing. By whom? That's where you get to the real evil here. Yes. Yeah.
0: Well, and, you know, just to interject, you know, I'm I'm also in the film industry out here in Hollywood and, you know, they're trying to really uh, push a narrative, even in our movies. And you look at the Disney now, what, now we're looking at what Walt Disney, they called him uncle Walt, yeah, and, you know, what they, what he was trying to do. now now we find out that he's a pedophile and the things that he was doing. And we've been bringing the kids to Disneyland and watching Disney movies and, it's like cooking the frog in the in the tepid water and turning it up slowly. It's the people are starting to wake up. And that's where we as women, as the mama bears, you know, we need to stand up and say, not on our watch. We're not going to let this happen because it's always the women. Right now, the women are on the front lines. And I was just listening to a, a podcast on SGT report yesterday, and I forget who he had on. But he said they're using pornography to emasculate men. And, and, and it was an amazing thing. God told me to tell the men, they're not pimps, pirates, or pawns, but princes and Kings. And that's why a lot of these guys aren't getting married. Cause they're, you know, their mistress is porn. And I mean, it's this whole cycle. It's an effect they're putting out there. They're releasing this stuff in our culture. You know, they're putting this, the whole sex trafficking in America and the world. It's a depopulation, but they're, it's a Luciferian agenda. We're fighting against, you know, demonic entities and we need to wake up and realize we're in a spiritual war. So um, Kate, Kate, what do you have to say? Um, you know, as we, we're we coming to the end, you know, we have another 15. I don't like to usually go over an hour and we could maybe do an hour and 15 minutes. But um, let's give the people some solutions, like some hope. We see the plan that looks pretty bleak. But what kind of hope do you have on the horizon, Kate? What, what God has been speaking well, to you?
1: on from what you say you've put it together beautifully when you look at everything that's there I was very fortunate in 2016 I was taken and I stayed with the Amish in America and they don't let people stay with them and it was it was bliss and they'd taken all the pipes out of the wall because it changes the electromagnetic field they'd even taken all the copper pipes out the wall of this house they hadn't just removed all the electric cables they'd taken the pipes out and you know all their children were there and the the elder who i stayed with had i believe he had 14 children abe and they let their children go out into the community when they're 18 years old they go out for a year and they have over something like 98 or 99% return they return to live the way they want to live and so what if you know people say to me oh i want everything to go back to what it was i don't i don't because you know, I, I brought um, John Wedger on, um, Dr. Crowley. You met him, and he was a metropolitan police officer told to investigate two trial trafficking rings in London, and he found 80. 80. So, you know, this is, and when he he was told to leave it alone, and, and he's not in the police, now they arrested him, they took his children, they tried to jail him, they did all kinds of terrible things. But we're being told, just like Sodom and Gomorrah, we're, we've already been told, stop living like this. Do you think the people in the Amazon think, when they said, Oh, someone in the Amazons tested positive with a PCR. <laughs> <laughs> you kid, they don't even let anyone in. Yeah. Um, so, do you think they think anything's going on? No, they don't. I bet you the Amish really are not even interested. This is a time when we need to start thinking about we don't need their system. Their system's garbage. Should we be? I mean, my I, I didn't, and my children. And, and I have to bear that cross. You know, my children are at Cambridge. They went to LSE. These are all LSEs of Fabian University uh, and University College London doing, doing computer science as well. My son went to Eton on a scholarship, which is where all our nice globalists pop out of. Um, and we know what my son went was paid. He, he definitely was paid because he went off on a round trip around the world and he went in the press everywhere and did documentaries speaking about me and it was all lies. And people say, why did that not bother me? Because I just sat back because I knew it wasn't true and I put it before God. I forgive him. It's it's for God to forgive him now. So this is what we need to think about. We need to think about growing food. First thing I did when all this happened was bought masses of seeds. I bought a greenhouse. I bought books on how to recognize herbs, grow herbs to make my tinctures. I've gone right down the route now of natural medicine. People come to me. I've got so many patients I can't keep up. Right. And and, my nat- you know, and the British Nursing Alliance, and we're linking with nurses from around the world. They've just had a load of training with the, the lady who helped me with my Gerson therapy. This is where we need to be. We don't need pharmaceutical drugs. They're the third biggest cause of death in UK and America. They've even made having a baby into a medical, uh, um, a medical condition. It's not. And this is where Nikita, from When Push Comes to Shove, who was just a mama, and please do go and look on there, get her on, interview her. She's incredible. When push comes to shove, Nikita, she's taking the midwifery back into the homes. And these women are happy because very few of these women need intervention. Right. They need intervention once you put them in the hospitals and hospitals um, <laughs> to get away. Everything's here. It's all here for us. It tells us in Genesis, everything we need, we find in the seeds of the fruits of the trees, which is where where B-17 is found. So we need to start looking at how other cultures live because, you know, we talk about, I'll I'll finish now, otherwise I go on and on, but we talk about, oh, our lives are so busy. Really? We have washing machines that do the washing. We can put it in the dryer. It dries it. We don't need to peg it out. Uh, We go to the supermarket and all the food's there. It's all prepped. We have an oven we put it in. Uh We, you know, everybody has a cleaning of a god. We don't need to do anything. We've turned into a bunch of idle folk, and you're absolutely right. We've emasculated our men, totally emasculated them. They're running around with a, a mouthful of veneers, a fake tan, kaffir eyebrows, big muscles, but they're not going to be at the front with the flag. No. So you know, we've 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 emasculated them, and women need to step back. They need to step. They all want these alpha males. But they're, they're out there themselves being the elf or woman. We need to step back and allow our men to be men. And, and I'm a big fan. I'm probably going to offend everybody here. You know, I don't believe in women being on the front line in battle. I believe in being in the wings. But being on the front line, it's, it compromises men. We're seeing all this stuff over and over again. We need to start going back and thinking about the woman is the neck. The man is the head. He can't turn without her. She can't turn without him. She's the ema. She's the foundation to the family. And that's what Rockefeller deliberately broke up. Yeah. When he set up, the Rockefeller, they set up the, um, what was it? The, um, you know, the suffragette movement was all Rockefeller yeah. funded. And it was to, to break up that, that family and tax the women and hammer the kids into the state system and teach them rubbish. Oh, listen, I did it. I put my kids there. <laughs> but so many people are taking their kids out of school now, and it's wonderful. That's where.
0: Yes. Well, thank you, Kate. Um, You know, just uh, final thoughts here, Dr. Northrop. What what are you saying to give people some hope today? uh, We know what's happening, but I do believe that God is going to show up and show off. I'm
2: in complete complete agreement. Uh, Those who are interested in my colleague Robert Fritchie, who did a ton of work with Marcel Vogel on healing, uh, worldserviceinstitute.org, how you get a direct relationship with God. And that will work for people who weren't brought up Christian, don't have a personal relationship with the Bible, worldserviceinstitute.org. I would also say you've got to be around like-minded people. Many, many people listening are in a closet somewhere so that their husband won't hear them listening to us. Um, You've got to put on your God courage And you've got to find like-minded people. When two or more are gathered together, there will I be also. And there's nothing more strengthening than coming together uh, in groups. Like, I love what you're doing, Kate. We have now, um, thousands of kids have left the public school system here in our state of Maine. I too, by the way, I sent my children to Ivy League colleges. I regret it. Um, But it was at least before The entire indoctrination here. So get your kids out of school, have them learn a trade, plumbing, Mm -hmm. um, farming, anything of that nature, and understand that we are, this is the end for them. Uh, The end times are for them. As Melissa Redpill says, the book of Revelation is not for us, it's for them. And it's coming to a close while well, we build the new, but you can't do it alone. This is not a lone ranger time. You got to get together with other people.
0: Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Northrop, and uh, Dr. Merritt. What, what are your final thoughts today? Well,
3: I just want to confirm when you say that uh, it's a religious, I mean, it's a spiritual battle in the, in the, in, uh, I, Revelation 18.23. I learned this from Pastor Casper. It <laughs> says, For by thy sorcery were all nations deceived. And actually, sorcery in the old Greek translation of the Bible was meant witchcraft. I mean, it meant pharmakia. It was the, from the Greek word pharmakia. Witchcraft uh, meant pharmakia. Uh. So, what it really says is, For by thy pharmakia, by by your pharmacy were all na- nations deceived. So it was telling us, and, and he always talks about the Bible as the guide to the occult, and occult just means hidden. So, yeah, I think I think that's we. Once you recognize that, you realize there is no, you know, uh, as Dickens would say, it profiteth a man nothing to go to give these people more data. Yeah. I've stopped even talking mostly about the data because they don't care. They, nope. they just want to kill the children. And the two dates on which they uh, authorized the experimentation on our children just happened to fall on the two high holy days. their old religion which you call satanism and they call the old religion so this is absolutely a war against evil now here's the good thing though the people on the top of this pyramid that are running this show they don't do anything except move around words and money so if you stop facilitating their behavior by you being their hands this whole thing comes to a crashing halt if it's if it's not the it's not the roth Childs or the Rockefellers or Dr. Fauci or anybody we want to name in this, in this par- paradigm that's doing it. Like Kate said, it's the nurses giving these shots, it's pharmacists giving these shots. Um, stop doing it. And you know, I, I put out a truth on, on True Social the other day and it showed a picture of the old Matt Dillon, the sheriff, you know, with his six shooter out. And it's in my truth. my what I pointed out was if somebody had told you that they were murdering children in the back of the downtown pharmacy, you wouldn't write your congressman or call up the board of pharmacy. You'd go down to the sheriff and say they're murdering children. Let's do something. And that's it. So we have to stop being their hands. Don't fly airplanes that are spraying chemicals. Don't be putting up 5G towers. I'm sorry it's your a livelihood and you want to feed your family, but you're killing your family.
0: Mm-hmm. We've
3: got to all realize that. And once we do that and stop abetting them, they have nobody to do it. That's why they want to have robots because we're just going to stop doing this. And and I do think that if you look at where it's, you know, where it's going to be easiest, we, if you took my little County, I'm in rural America, we never wore masks. We never did any of this stuff. If you took us tomorrow and you put a big wall around our County, we'd all do just fine. (laughs) But we can't do it. If they're bombarding us, the one thing we can't survive is the, is the spraying and the electromagnetic frequency change. We have got to stop those things. And then we have to take our medical health back. We've got to do it. We can do it all. You know, we don't need outside help. People can go back to the old ways, but you cannot be bombarded with those things. So I think that's where we really have to stand up. And yeah, part of it is taking your kids out of education. And, and I can tell you, I mean, I, I'm an orthopedic spinal surgeon, and when I was in practice, I took three years off and, and started my kids homeschooling. Everybody's got to take, you know, you got, and I was the lowest paid spinal surgeon in America. I will tell you for three years, but Mike, and then when I, my husband retired, he took over the job and I went back to work. So it's how it's what your kids are worth to you. People have got to start. We can't save ourselves unless we save our children. And that's number one, get them educated correctly. Don't poison them. Um, and don't let somebody else poison them. Don't, don't. Don't put up with this. We can do this.
0: Yes, we can. Well, thank you, ladies, for coming on today. And thanks for watching. Now is the time. You know, years ago, God spoke to me and he said, there's going to be a greater move of God coming than the Jesus movement. At the time, I didn't even know what the Jesus movement was, but it was the late 60s and when God touched a hippie and a conservative pastor brought these two unlikely people together and it erupted into a movement. And I believe we're at the time of a movement because we need to pray. I mean, prayer changes things. If you read the Bible, you look at the Old Testament and the New, but every time they prayed, they were in a crisis. They prayed. God allowed them to be taken into Babylon because they worshiped these gods. You know, you look at, you know, Molech and Baal, and they were, they were sacrificing their children on these altars for power. We're no different today. Uh, with, with with abortion and allowing trafficking and the different things that's happening to our children and, you know, watching the, on the television. It's television. They're programming your kids. Yeah. But they're programming us. So we've got to take back what they're programming. So, you know, that's why we're doing today this program. We're putting this narrative out. You know, please, you know, like, share, subscribe and, you know, share it to people. We're not trying to just be the bearers of bad news. That's why we wanted to give you hope. The hope is that we need to make the change and we need to wake people up and tell them the truth. And uh, so I just want to say, as we close out today, if you want to go to my website, marycrowley.com, I do have, uh, I do have a new sponsor of my show called the root brands. And I, on my uh, site, there is an interview with Dr. Christina Rom, who herself had gotten Lyme disease and cancer, and she'd worked with big pharma for Pfizer and she's a scientist and in 85 nations she's traveled, she developed something uh, called the Root Brands Clean Slate and uh, the Trinity, which, um, you know, as, it's actually part of the protocols that I'm on every day. But, you know, I'm sure there's more things, you know, Kate, you know, is, is also uh, all of us are going to link arms together to see what we can do to help each other and to help you and, and that we are going to see the greatest show on earth come about. So listen, God bless you all. Thanks for watching and we'll see you soon. Thank you. Thank you, ladies.